four, three, two, one, zero. You're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Mr. Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez. And now, without further ado, here's the best podcast that you'll ever hear, and that's according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Welcome and welcome to the Diamond Adam Hard to Name Podcast, season number three, episode number four. And the voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. Hey, we're back in action. Look at us. (laughs) Ready to deliver yet another great episode, Adam. Available on Spotify, mm. Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and many other of your favorite DSPs. Outtail. <laughs> you like that one, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> Did you go on? That's going to be my one of choice, I think. Did you oh, go on? I will tell you. I think I'm going to actually get it and uh, uh, I'm going to install it on my device. <laughs> to get notified by I will tell. And then I'll be able to say, I got some tail today. <laughs> I got some tail. I got some tail on this podcast. <laughs> We would be like rock and roll stars for real. We'd be getting tail. Tail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, what to be a star? <laughs> the bushy tails. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam tonight, absent again, is the mighty Godzilla. Now, have he's you heard not from behind him? the control board. Have you heard from him since he's been gone? Is he still on the island of Puerto Rico? Good thing. Yeah. That you asked that because yeah I actually got an audio message from him. Oh. Uh, I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, I think he did. He, I think he okay. put out some fan content, is what he put out. Fan. Yeah, I think. Gozilo so. fans. Yeah, yeah. Submitted thing. I think that's what the the, the uh, I I didn't produce it. it was Gozilo who produced it. Right. You know, and I think at this morning I he put out a retro Gozilo. Did you take a look at retro Oh, like, like Mae West or something like this? Like really old, <laughs> old, old cinema stars? <laughs> it was Lily Munster, Adam. Oh, I didn't see it. Damn you it. You didn't get to see it? You really didn't get to I didn't, see it? I didn't see it. Oh, man, you've been too busy, Adam. <laughs> I know. Well, I scrambled to get here for the recording process. But man, I, it was retro. So I have Lily Munster to look yeah. forward to. <laughs> it's, it's it's actually hashtag retro Godzilla. Is it pretty good? <laughs> it's pretty good. Wow. But it's just it's just a still is all it is. I didn't know Lily was uh, <laughs> sporting all that. Yeah, I think I think he had his. Uh, it's it's his Christmas season. Godzilla has a Christmas Santa. She was hat always on. in those flowing uh, outfits, <laughs> those flowing dresses or <laughs> yeah. robes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure you didn't get that one, man? Let me I don't see know if I mean I probably see, did. Let I, me see if I got it. Real quick, I gotta go. It was pretty good, man. I said, "Wow." Oh, it's an image. It's just an image. (laughs) Wow. Are you kidding me? Wow. (laughs) If it's Photoshop, thank Mm, you. Yeah. Those are delicately placed spider webs. (laughs) <laughs> they're in the right place. They're covering the, uh, <laughs> they're in the 
areoli. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the uh, what do you call them? The strap the pasties. The pasties. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the one last night where uh, there was this one sister in church and she got zapped by Jesus? <laughs> I don't know if I saw that one either. Oh, hold on. <laughs> she was sinning. Oh, I'm looking at Nirvana's picture there. Oh. <laughs> so I think oh. he, he's been putting out content. Is it just I haven't? Uh, okay. Let me see if I can find this recording real quick. I oh, don't okay. Know. <laughs> I told him not to be messing around with Jesus. That's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you already you already say sweet Satan on this on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, Adam. Here's here's go see those message. Let me see. I I didn't hear the whole thing just to wait for the the podcast. I'm to dying to see what. Says. Oh, there he is. It's just mad as hell. Whoever he was with, Adam would shut up. Now it sounds like he's in a, a like a house party or a club or something because there's the the thumping music in the background. But he's stolen away to a, a, a closet or a corner of the facility or a, maybe another room, <laughs> oh. and, he, and he has a young a young lass with him. And she's whispering. He's yeah. telling her to shut up. He's trying to send the message out. And all he said is, Merry Christmas. I might be back. I may not be back. <laughs> all, a whole minute of some changes so, for that. So she was bothering him. Is you that think, what was going on? You think on? he could have texted me? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, she, did she say, do you want me to face this way or that way? Is that what she said? I had no idea what was <laughs> I was trying to listen to what she was saying. <laughs> It's like she was asking for directions, it seems like. <laughs> it sounds like it was in some kind of a party. Be, yeah, I, it was a party. I, I told you, party. I told you the last episode was a Saturday night. There was no way Gosito was going to yeah, go. that's right. It's Christmas time? No, man. Right. I don't expect Gosito back until at least for the beginning of the year. You have to wait year. for a holy day or something. So, but he, at least he said Merry Christmas in Gosito language. So. No, so that was, but he yelled that one time. <laughs> yeah, but he was telling the chick to shut up. <laughs> the, uh, the screen with the, on the recording device should say that we're, we're topping out. We're, we're 
we're blasting through here. <laughs> yeah. But, Very well, loud. There, well, there you go, man. That's that. Wow. That's so the, he's still the, around. Okay. The whereabouts of Godzilla. So, yeah. And he's still in contact. So, that's good. That's really good, man. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, he went. <laughs> you remember that time he got killed? What, in season one of yeah, Godzilla? Went down the depths. <laughs> yeah. And, and, depths of the ocean. And then they went, fit, like, they went, like, on a, a search party down there from, I think they left from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he hide out anywhere else? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> and after that one thing that we uh, that we actually saw last episode where he had blasted off to that one girl that was doing the fake buck cheats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That wasn't helping. So I said, oh, man, I want to be still hurt over Well, he that. got burned on that one. <laughs> yeah, he did. He must, he must have found the real thing uh, in Puerto Rico. Evidently so, man. I don't know right. where this, uh, well, it was a WhatsApp message. How so much vacation like, time does he have? I don't know. I'm not going to mess around with Cosito's vacation time. He could take all the vacation. He could take all well, the number, number one, he's not getting paid like you and me. Oh, <laughs> so, right. yeah. Oh, okay. So is is he just on a volunteer, like a intern basis? I would, I, you know, don't even say that. He might be listening to this episode eventually. Uh-oh. You remember what happened the last time you came in here? <laughs> yeah, he tried to lock me it out. It wasn't pretty. For one. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you should try doing that to him when he comes back. <laughs> yeah. That'll work out well. <laughs> I'll use my exercise device leading up to that time. I'll get. I'll Stop get, working out of your Peloton. I'll, I'll get a couple of uh, extra ounces of muscle tone. <laughs> we'll see how that does. <laughs> Adam, Adam, that was, Now that you say that, that's a pretty cool uh, getup you got there. Man. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a cool machine. That I, is very cool, man. That is like I was thinking about it, and I said, "This is my favorite purchase, maybe of my life." Wow, of your life? Of my life. Well, it's a big ticket item. It, it was many. It was many thousands yeah, of dollars. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost had a heart attack after you told me how much it was. Uh, it was. This is wow. But you know, if you like it, that's all that matters, oh. man. It's Christmas time. What are you gonna buy yourself? What do you have that encourages you to say, man? I need to go downstairs and exercise and work out. This this thing is like in the back of my head saying, hey, I'm down here. Remember, you spent a whole bunch of money on me. Make sure you use me. Is that a 4K screen or a 4K Ultra, whatever you call those? I don't know the the screen uh, fidelity or the screen uh, whatever its pixel uh, distribution is, but uh, it's it's high tech enough. I don't know. Man, can you imagine how good those Gosilo videos have to be on there? Oh, you think? <laughs> oh man. Can you imagine a video workout like Fat Bottom Girls? <laughs> yeah. And it's carrying you through the whole thing. There is one instructor that is kind of a fat. Oh really? Just fat. Oh, she's fat, or she got a fat yeah, body. Yeah, just kind of fat. <laughs> you know, you, you, she you're, you're trying is to she encourage. There, is she there to motivate? You're trying. They're trying to encourage people of all shapes and sizes to oh, get in and exercise. So it's inclusive. So she, yeah, yes, I think so. Wow. Very even, much so. Even the exercise equipment's inclusive. Yeah, yeah. Just don't let uh, Brian May find out about her. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the Peloton, you got the the Cody guy. He's a gay guy, and he's doing the Dancing with the Stars oh. stuff right now. So he's kind of a big star. He's on the Dancing with the Stars TV show. No kidding. Yeah. How do you know he's a gay guy? Did he say so? Did he I, declare himself? I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> it doesn't take much to put two and two together. His comportment as, it, as some word that you, that, you yes. would, that you would put out. Yes. He's not a nerd to well. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's one of the, the biggest, <laughs> the largest viewed Peloton instructors. Wow. He's is, one of the faves. Is he the Richard Simmons of Peloton? No. No, no, no. Jerry! <laughs> Jerry! Baby! Jerry! Yeah. <laughs> Jerry! <laughs> Richard Simmons is kind of like a joke. 
this this guy <laughs> this guy's this guy's the real deal. He's the real deal. So I, he's, so I, he's I, in top shape. Now, Richard Simmons was in shape, I think. You no, know, I don't know. he wore those. Uh, he had the deal a meal wheel thing, and then he had like the the loose tank tops, but nothing was ever like form fitting, and he, he didn't see what he had going on. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, uh, Adam, thanks for checking out this guy. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you if you try to if you try to improve your fitness, you're gonna look at some Richard Simmons dude. I'll get I'll get hair tips from Richard Simmons. Adam, let's just jump right into this, dude. It's Christmas season. Yeah, we're cookies. That's right. We're gonna show you how cookies get it done. Yeah. You ready? Ready. Cookie, 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 it must have something to do with a cookie. It's the National Cookie Day, my friend. Any old cookie? <laughs> it's what I, wait a minute, let's read on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to be an Oreo and have to leave. Yeah, it, I, I know let we have a specialized down. cookie day <laughs> from here. In. So we have here, it says National Cookie Day on December the 4th serves up a sweet treat. Bakers across the country warm up the ovens for holiday baking, and we enjoy giving tins of cookies to friends and family all season long. So these are home-baked cookies. Mm, is it specifically so. home-baked cookies? I think it is because, I mean, it says you're filling up the tins unless you buy the tins. But do you? Now, if you're filling up the tins, the ones that they're talking about are the sugar cookies where you have the Christmas form shapes where you roll out the the cookie dough. Right. And you use the little formed cutouts where you have the Christmas tree shape and you have like the Santa Claus head shape. And you have like the stocking shape and the, uh, the, the what is it, candy cane shape. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what yeah, they are. Yeah. And then you bake them. Well, no, you put the the, the sugar, the little sprinkle sugar stuff on top. Okay. And it's colored in like red and white and green and all that. And then you bake them and then they're like thin and wafery cookies. These, yeah. are, these are the Christmas cookies. It's got to be that. It has to be. So let's just keep reading on here, just in case. We can thank the Dutch for more than windmills and tulips, Adam. The English word cookie is derived from the Dutch word cookie, meaning little cake. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. So it's not... It's so, a Dutch treat. It's not only the word is Dutch, but it's like it's related. The cookie is actually related to the cake. Little dough. <laughs> a little bit of dough. It's a small cake. Is that, is that, what, uh, they're, is that what they're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm getting from hmm. this. Uh, do you guys do Christmas cookies by any chance? No. Not at all? No. Do you? Yeah, man. Uh, Wilda is a big Christmas cookie person, and then when Monica's here, the same deal. Uh, Does she has... make the ones that I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay, so you know all about that. Mm -hmm. I think if I pull open a drawer, I can find the forms, <laughs> the little cutouts. <laughs> but what it takes to make the cookies is a somebody <laughs> to do the work of making the cookies. And nobody wants a cookie that I make. A couple of years ago, I did uh, Kissmas cookies. Oh, really? Yeah, so you, yeah, they, you yeah, did, yeah. You get yeah, those yeah, uh, yeah. face paint. Uh, I forgot what the actual shape where I got them from. And then I decorated them with, you know, with black and glitter and red. Like all, I did all the Kiss faces. So you bought Kiss specific cookie cutters. Oh, gosh, I can't remember. 
I cannot remember exactly hmm. how I did that, but yeah, but I did do it for Christmas. And I did another year, I think I did Avenger style cookies as well. So I had Iron Man, I had Captain America, and some other stuff. Hmm. So yeah, dude. That, <laughs> that's so I've done them, but you know, I've only done them because it's mandatory number one. And if I'm gonna do something that's mandatory, I might as well do something that I'm gonna like. You yeah. Monica'll sure. be here, like I said, uh in the last episode. She'll be here the week of the fifteenth. I'm sure they'll be doing cookies galore. Oh wow. You know who else gives me cookies? A friend of ours, the Hollis. Uh well he's from Utah. As a matter of fact, uh his mom just passed away not too long ago. But every year he gives us still uh Greek cookies for Christmas. Oh dude. Now what's a Greek cookie? Uh, it's just a different kind of cookie. It's kind of uh it's, is it, it's is it thin and crackery? No, dude, it's a little bit more uh, cakey. Not moist. Mm. Thicker? And, yeah, it was little, and it's a little moist. Yeah, it is. Actually, it, it is. Yeah, it is a little moist. Is it outfitted with any morsels of chocolate or anything it's, like that? They have a lot of them that have those little uh, the color, multicolored little little balls that you sprinkle on them or something like the that. Little, the little sugar things? The yeah, little those sugary little sugar things. Toppings? They're pretty good, man. We get them mm. every single year, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I can't find the uh, the Kissmas cookies, but yeah, we did that a couple of years ago, Adam. Mm. So yeah, hard cookie-like wafers have existed for as long as baking has been documented, Adam. Okay. Not surprisingly, they traveled well. However, they are usually not sweet enough to be considered cookies by modern day standards. The origin of cookie appears to begin in Persia in the 7th century. Wow, this is a Wait a minute. The, li- the word cookie comes from the actual Holland, word yeah, from Holland. And then the actual cookies appear start in Persia. Yeah, in the 7th mm. century soon after the use of sugar became common in the region. So they brought sugar from somewhere, then it spread to Europe through the Muslim conquest of Spain. You'd think it'd be from the place where like the sugar cane was actually growing. I don't, think, I don't yeah. see a lot of sugar cane You'd think growing it'd be from in the Persia, Cara- the Caribbean or something, you know? Someplace. Cookies were common at all levels of society throughout Europe by the 14th century. From the royal cuisine to the street vendors. And from there, it just took on its own life until it eventually made it to America and through the pilgrims and whatnot. And bam, there you go. They're also known as biscuit in some places, Adam, as well. I think it's like when uh, you see those those shows on PBS from England. Yes. Like Masterpiece Theater or something like that. To the world of British <laughs> tea and biscuits. Mm, man, that's... When I hear biscuit, I hear something that's... Not a cookie. Me neither. <laughs> I think about Bojangles in the South. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big hunk of bread. <laughs> That's a biscuit. <laughs> you tried that artisanal cookie place, Crumble or yeah, something I like this? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, they, I have. They have this. You buy like five cookies, and it comes in like a big tray, and then you have these huge bear claw-sized cookies inside there they cost like five bucks a piece yes Mm -hmm. it's insane Mm -hmm. those are mainly for gifting and things like that i think i'm not 100 percent sure you're able to sustain a business on people gifting other people i haven't seen i haven't seen them close dude that's crazy they've been there for a long time it's just like uh what is like those edibles with fruits and chocolates and all that that you actually gift as well, like in baskets and all that. So I think it's the, the same edible principle. arrangeable. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot what the other part of the name was. Yeah. But yeah, but cookies. Yeah, I would say yeah, they people like that, man. I guess so. And it's and they have a bunch of employees in there too. In one of them, I don't know if that's the exact one, but I know there's one like close to Andover on 13th or 21st, and there's another one there. I want to say in uh. Where is Crumble? Is that on Greenwich and 21st yeah, around there? Yeah, Greenwich and 96, okay. over there by Texas Roadhouse oh, area. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, 
People like to treat themselves, don't they? People like to say, oh, I'm going to go get me a cookie. I enjoy a cookie. I'm going to go get myself this 1,500-calorie cookie. Oh, <laughs> that's why I'm so fat. Warning, you're fat. <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy myself a, a many a cookie. I, I, <laughs> I think I have at least a few cookies a day. <laughs> As part of your regular diet? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I'm like the cookie master. Oh, cookies! But do you purchase it, uh, or does somebody purchase it for you, yeah, and you just find it? Yeah, there's like, always, oh, yeah, yeah, look at I mean, these. Yeah, I don't, I don't. What am I gonna do now? Here, right, they're they're here though. Will they go out there? She'll buy them, and uh, I love them. You know, great thing, you know. You, you drink with a little bit of coffee in the evenings or something, you know. I don't have them with tea, though. I don't have biscuits and tea. I'm not, I'm not that fine. <laughs> You're not that sophisticated. <laughs> Cookies are classified into different categories, with the most common ones being mm. bar cookies, drop cookies, filled cookies. Failed? Filled, as in filled. Oh. As in, like, filling something, like filling your tank. I make the failed cookies. <laughs> right. I mean, cookies don't rise. How can you fail at them? Come on now. <laughs> Molded cookies, no baked cookies, pressed cookies. Uh, refrigerator cookies, uh, rolled cookies, sandwich cookies. I like sandwich cookies, yeah. The Oreo. Adam, oh, the know? Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to classify that. <laughs> Two wafers and some goop. <laughs> the Oreo Speedwagon. <laughs> I think the... Uh, what is this? The no bake cookies. I think there's there's these ice cream mix-ups that you can throw in there. Cookie dough per se. I think people like eating that as well raw. I don't know oh, why. I don't like that. Like cookie dough ice cream where you get hunks of actual yeah, dough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so. A I thing. think that I think that would be where the no bake cookies come from. No, there's there's actual like no bake recipes where you take. Um, like you take like some sort of a cereal of some sort. Okay. And you take like a some sort of a chocolate mixture. And you kind of mix them up and you put them on some wax paper or something and then you just let them sit and they don't go into the into the oven or anything. And eventually you just peel it off after it's kind of congealed, come together, and okay. then you just kind of pop it. It's, mm. it's a no-bake, like that, it says. That's it. It's in the name. That doesn't sound too bad. Yes. <laughs> I've had a couple. They're all right. <laughs> it's like a, I think what is the Keebler L's make some that, you know, that sits on top of chocolate and sometimes they're sprinkled over with chocolate. Oh, but those are that, but those that are chocolate vague. coating. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Girl Scout cookies are pretty good, too. What do you like? Do you like the Thin Mints? I like, no, I like the uh, peanut butter one. I like the lemon. What are, what, are, what are the lemon ones? I forget what they're called, man. But the lemon one, Wendell loves the lemon ones. I like yeah. the lemon ones. Yeah, you know, the problem is it's so saturated, though. Everywhere you go in the corner, there's somebody, you know, hawking away these uh, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. So, so you got And they're always hounding you. Yeah. Back up. Come oh, on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you observe National Cookie Day? Take a good guess at that one, Adam. Well, I'm I'm hoping we go for the fresh bake. Okay, and yeah, we, it goes we, to your local bakery. And we, bakery, make, and we yeah. make our dough, and we make it ourselves. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go, and we're going to make our own cookies, and we're going to hold up the tin, the cookie sheet uh-huh. with our cookies on it, and we're going to have a loved one take a picture of us, and we're going to smile over our creation and say, National <laughs> <laughs> Cookie Day. <laughs> Adam, it's also National Dice Day, my friend. Just so you'll know. Dice? Yes. Oh, roll the dice. Craft's Hello? Day? <laughs> Fuck. You just kidnapped your husband.
Have $800,000 ready by tomorrow night. And lady, no police. Or you'll never see your husband alive again. Oh, hello? What the heck? Wow. <laughs> Maybe somebody's husband was kidnapped. Maybe she baked some bad cookies. <laughs> Adam. Today in History, Adam, brought to you by History.com and on this day.com slash History of the Day, Adam. So that was Donna Summer and their song. What was the song? What was it called? The Hostage. The Hostage. I never heard that one in the disco round. Well, we we should have. It sounded very disco when she kicked in. I know. <laughs> well, but it had a kind of a heavy, <laughs> a heavy Yeah, she's, she's like, well, mm, uh-uh, beep, beep. <laughs> she, she's not doing the bad girl thing out there. <laughs> no. I like that. Or love to love you, baby. Mm, it was a hostage. <laughs> and how much did he want? $8,000? Oh, I didn't hear the tone. Oh, well, they were cheap-ass. Uh, no cops, though. They were, no they were, uh, cops. They're cheap-ass criminals. Anyway, Adam, today, Adam, the hostage, huh? December the 4th, uh, Adam, 1991, Adam. 91. Islamic militants in Lebanon. That's where they are. <laughs> Released, kidnapped American journalist Terry Anderson after, Adam, check this out. Yeah. 2,454 days in Muslim captivity. What? <laughs> 2,000, how many? That's right, Adam, in, in fundamentalist Muslim captivity, my friend. That totals here, it says... Like uh, seven years or something? 6.7 years, Holy yeah. Holy crap. What type of treatment did this guy... <laughs> I don't Is know. Is it a guy? Uh, yeah, it's a guy. Yeah, Terry Anderson. You don't know that story? It's a journalist out of... I think I want to read a little bit more about it, but yeah. He was, I think it was either, I think it says here. Yeah, I'm not going to think. I'm just going to read it. The Associated Press. What's the story here? Why why did they grab him? Now, check this out. As chief Middle East correspondent, and that would have been Terry Anderson, Adam, Mm -hmm. for the Associated Press for AP. AP. Anderson covered the long-running civil war in Lebanon, Adam, which lasted from 1975 to 1990. Okay. That's 15 years, dude. So which side... Grabbed him up. Now, it was, ooh, was it one side of the, of of the course, combatants? Of course it is. Right. On March the 16th of 1985, he was kidnapped on a West Beirut street while leaving a tennis court. His captors took him to the southern suburb of the cities where he was held prisoner in an underground dungeon for the next six and a half years. Now, what year is this? 1985. So this war has been raging on for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just play some tennis. No no, no kidding. big deal. He's trying to live a normal life. No There's civil deal. war going on. Actually, I read a book. It was called uh, From From Beirut to Jerusalem by a guy called Thomas. Ooh, what's this guy's last name? I want to say it's Thomas Friedman. And it goes into that whole deal. He was another journalist uh, in the Middle East at the time. And he covered right. a lot of the... Uh, this guy, I think he was either from Minnesota or from up there somewhere, Wisconsin somewhere. And he covered a lot of this, and I got to understand a little bit. Yeah, but this guy was smack in the middle of the house. Oh, let's go, let's go play some tennis. No worries. Do you think he had, like, safe haven at this I, hotel or whatever? Like, oh, the, the foreign journalists are here. We're all fine. Oh, no. They probably said, they probably said, hmm, look, he has tennis. He has tennis rackets. <laughs> He's very dangerous man. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away! We've seen James Bond movies. That probably converts into some sort of artillery. Let's consort the Iron Sheik. 
<laughs> Anderson was one of the 92 foreigners, including 17 Americans, abducted during Lebanon's bitter civil war. So it's not like they had just started. This is 92 foreigners were kidnapped. So he, was he held in captive with another group? Oh, or? check this out. Yeah. So the kidnappings were linked to Hezbollah. Do you know what Hezbollah means, Adam? Uh, I've heard of it. I don't know what it means. No. It literally means the party of God. Oh, well, you can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's So it just literally means that, you know. Okay. It's like when you're listening to... Uh, How are you going to stand up there and debate? Yeah, if Somebody's yeah. like... Yeah, I'm, I'm representing the party of God, that's, dude. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. yeah, exactly. So you have, <laughs> so you have, check this out. So you have the regular media, right? Whoever, yeah. you can name them off, rattle them all out. Sure. The, all they do is they jibber jabber and repeat Hezbollah, 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 mm. Hezbollah. And you're like, okay. When you think about it as the party of God, it gives it a whole nother context. How do you think about, okay, Terry Anderson's been kidnapped by Hezbollah. Okay, just another... You know, Islamic terrorists, let's just stereotype them all together and mash them up all together. Mm-hmm. Instead, when you say, wait a minute, Terry Anderson has been kidnapped by the party of God, holy shit, run for the hills. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the movie Bruno? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see when Bruno went over to, uh, I think it was uh, I think it was Lebanon. <laughs> he was actually speaking, speaking to one of the guys from Hezbollah. <laughs> they said, get out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he hauled ass. <laughs> well, uh, as he should. <laughs> a militant, oh no, these guys are militant Shiite Muslims organization formed in 1982 in reaction to Israel's military presence in Lebanon. And we, we could go on and on and on and go into, you know, into these uh, these skirmishes and fights over the Holy Land because I've read a lot of that crap. So, so the Shiite Muslims are part of, are the Hezbollah. Uh, they're, they're, they're right. That's what they are, yeah. Shiite. Mm. Remember, there's a difference. There are Sunnis and Shiites. But this is not a this is not a podcast. The only thing this podcast ever covered was the Taliban's press conference statement. Yeah, that right. <laughs> and a couple of months, Adam, before they took over, let all of our listeners know yeah. that the Tommy and Adam Hartney podcast covered that. <laughs> Go back and find that one. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it was on the sound of the week, Adam. By the way, oh, one of the yes. one of the proud moments of mine that, that I did for that. Anyway. Uh, later on, the relations began to get uh, improved, and they were able to influence Lebanon. Some improvement, and, and then you know Anderson was finally released. You know Anderson returned to the U.S. and was returned with his family, including his daughter, who had been born while he was in captivity. Uh, in 1999, this is the best part of the story, Adam. Mm-hmm. He sued the Iranian government. <laughs> he did. <laughs> In, and this is history that comes some national in. court or yeah. some world court or something? Yeah, yeah. Anderson returned to the U.S. And, and in 1999, he sued the Iranian government for $100 million. $100 <laughs> I swear that's what it says here. Wow. Accusing it of sponsoring his kidnappers. He received Adam. A multi-million dollar settlement. Wow, that's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> How is this tennis game, though? Did it improve in his six years? Adam, I don't know, but today in sports history, Adam, <laughs> with they might be giants. Oh, your racist your friend. Your racist friend. They might be giants, Adam. <laughs> the party's ending now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Today in Sports History, Adam, as I said, is brought to you by History.com and on thisday.com slash sports, Adam. Yes. 
1943. Okay. <laughs> December the 4th, 1943, Adam. All right. Major League Baseball Commissioner Kenneshaw Mountain Landis. I've heard that name. I.E. Judge Landis announced any baseball club, Adam, mm-hmm. may sign Negroes. Oh. <laughs> this is definitely of the times. Well, I guess it's somebody, supposed to be African-Americans, you assholes. I guess somebody had to say it. I mean, you had to have somebody make the announcement. It's like, hey, it's okay. You can sign. <laughs> now, did they? Okay, let me see if I can get this straight without having to read this entire thing. Anyway, now check this out. Landis, to give you a little bit of history on Landis, he used to be a judge. He was in Chicago, had some big some court settlements. And after baseball had the fiasco of the White Sox fixing the World Series. What? They had some attendance. They had that was 1919 or some shit It was like 1920s. I'm, 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 oh, I went back to give you a little oh, bit of history oh, oh. on Landis. Oh, okay. There were some issues with, you know, as you've said before, credibility yes. with baseball. So they brought him in mm-hmm. thinking, okay, this guy, we can maybe manipulate him and he will fix everything. You know what he did? He suspended a bunch of players for the White Sox. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he cleaned up baseball as much as he could. He was also a big ambassador for baseball. Okay. So any chance he get to get out there and, and speak for him, he would. So one thing, just looking at the dates, 1943, we're embroiled in World War Right. A lot of our baseball stars and players are fighting in, fighting in war. Fighting. Really so, fighting. So we need to... They weren't like Elvis singing. They were fighting. We still have baseball happening, so we need to fill out the rosters with capable baseball players. That's right. Is now, that what's going on? Now, check this out. Yes. Right. Yeah, you know, if you put it in historic context like you just did, yes. Okay. His his race relations weren't the best. You know, wow. also, it's a, t- a sign of the times sure. as well. You know. Sure. So you got to throw in that, you know, that bullshit of the, what is an excuse or whatever you want to call it uh-huh. or a reason for him being that way because everybody else was, right? Yeah. So just an example of what his uh, what he was doing as uh, the commissioner. Yankee Jake Powell was interviewed by a radio station. And when asked what he did in the offseason, he made comments that he worked as a police officer to beat up black guys. That was what he said? That was – he wanted the, that employment for that specific reason. That's exactly reason. what he did offseason, right? Wow. Landis suspended Powell for 10 days. Oh, just 10 days. Yeah. Later on in June of 1942, the Negro League Kansas City Monarchs played several games against – the white Dizzy Dean All-Stars, right? Okay. And they were creaming them. The Kansas City Monarchs were killing this All-Star team. Okay. And then just after three games, Landis said, you know what, fuck this shit. You guys don't play no more. And suspended this well-attended event. Based on mainly that, there was a quote-unquote Negroes were killing the league at the mm-hmm. long story short is they have some meeting back a little bit year later you know they uh he's the one landis is the one uh overseeing the meeting and they brought in it says here uh they brought in some famous actor guy's name is paul robertson to be an advocate for allowing African-Americans to play in Major League Baseball. And some other people were there. It was like the the press. An advocate the, to the, who? Advocate for the black public? players, for black players. Oh. oh, okay. And they also had like, a, I think it was, there were some black newspapers as well that were trying to get it where we're going to say something in this meeting and they're going to hear our, you know, our case for this. And by the time this was all said and done, Landis made his declaration. Hmm. You know what? You may hire African-American players. Hmm. Anyway, long story short is, the first African American wasn't hired until 1947 when Jackie Robinson became. So it was mm. actually, Adam, it was uh, four Another years four after years. the declaration. So it's kind of like a you could go ahead and hire him, wink, wink. A lot of the players that are probably trying to acquire, well, I mean, I don't know how 
fervently they would go after them, but they were probably reticent themselves to go into this totally unfriendly league. To be the first one, it took a, a special person to kind of break through that little barrier. And lo and behold, Jackie Robinson. Sure. You know, you've seen the movie, 47, I'm Two? sure. 42? What is it? 42. There you go, close enough. <laughs> you've seen, the, Mar- you've seen yeah. the movie 42. Yeah, I saw 47. I, it sucked. <laughs> that was his number, right? 42. <laughs> And I think it's retired for all teams, so I don't think anybody else can wear number 42. Hold up. Hold, hold up. I was faking at him. <laughs> You're testing. You're testing me is what that was. I was faking myself to test you out. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey, Adam, what can I tell you? So you're saying that they retired the number for all time, huh? I think so, for all oh, teams. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think maybe Mariano Rivera maybe was a 42, and he got to keep it. Until he retired. Mm. That's just a guess. That's a whole other conversation, yeah. Adam, because this is what happened today in uh, sports history. Let's move on after that embarrassment. Let's move. I love this song, by the way. Especially this version. Yeah, exactly. This is this version. Have you been working this one out on the bass? No. Oh. You can, you can hear that thumping bass oh, in the yeah, background. Of course. This item is Kenny Wayne Shepherd's version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Actually, I was working on a... A preferable I, version. I was working on Rocksteady last week. Oh, <laughs> were you? Yeah. <laughs> You're so taken with, you want to do the whole karaoke, you want to sing and play. Actually, I was so busy, you know. You want to be Getty Lee. I was so busy, dude. I was so busy, you know, and I'm working on this song, right? I'm working on my song. Mm -hmm. Right now, it doesn't have no title. It's just called My Song. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't didn't prepare. I just, I fiddle-faddle a little bit with the bass. and, And when I went into my class, I told Aaron, look, dude, I have nothing. How about, you know? Oh, rock steady. <laughs> <laughs> it was fresh in my head, you know. Right. So I we just went. It was pretty simple too, so it wasn't that bad. It was it's pretty groovy too. So we we, we you covered could, that. you could have used that time to work out the song or parts of your your con- what you're con- uh, coming I, up with. I don't know, man. I what just, you're constructing. <laughs> I just, well, let's just move on. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just flashbacks as you talk to me about this daggone base. Anyway, Adam, <laughs> November the 28th, 1964. Okay. The animated TV special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, debuted on CBS, man. Yes. With Burled Ives as the voice of Sam the Snowman. Also the narrator, by the way. Yeah. The special is based on... Yeah. (laughs) What is it based on? The 1949 song, which has become a perennial favorite. Okay. What do you think about that? Did you ever see that? Did the song predate anything else? Yeah, the song was written in 1949. But was there a story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer before the song? No, this is an adaptation of it, so... Okay. The premise of the of the song, the song actually, the song is a story. What I remember of the special, it was that claymation type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop motion and anim- mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody was a real shit to uh, Rudolph. <laughs> they, they were not nice at e- all. Except for Hermie. 
Hermie. Hermie the Elf. Oh. You remember the Herm- Hermie the Elf that uh, wanted to be a dentist? <laughs> I remember it now, yeah. Are you flashing back yeah, really hard? A little, a little bit. Are you flashing back? And they had the the Yukon dude. I Yukon Yukon Sam. I want to say. I just called him the dude. I was trying to look up uh, information on reindeer. Okay. Don't ask me why. why? But I but Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Right. And all these little articles about that special were like, don't let your kids watch this. This this is damaging. This is uh, bullies and being picked on and uh, yeah all that. And to that I say. Fuck you, cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a bit out of that someday. Oh, it's going to be a new segment? <laughs> That's, I mean, I'm, I'm totally against cancel culture, dude. I, I think you are, too. This is stupid. I've seen this a thousand times. I think we have, uh, I think as recently as the Blu-ray around here somewhere. Oh, you've got the... Yeah, Rudolph yeah. We, we probably have the DVD. We probably have the VHS. It doesn't matter. Every Don't season, let, well, yeah. You're letting, this, you're letting everybody know that you have that kind of propaganda in here. <laughs> you, you, don't, <laughs> you don't want to let that dude, happen. Dude, by the emails we get, dude, if we haven't canceled yet, we're good. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's something about the island of misfit toys. And you know what? To be honest with you, if you look at it at today's standard where people are so depressed during Christmas and whatnot, statistically, that is. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. It's like these, well, this is fucked up. And here's Rudolph. I think in the story, Rudolph was the the son of Donner or Vixen or Donnie or somebody. I don't know. Donnie Marie. I have no freaking idea. I know he was born from one of them. He's born, you know, a freak with this with this red nose, kind of like like a handicap or something. People who are assholes make fun of that. And representative of this are, are these other reindeers that are fucking with Rudolph. And he ends up, you know, ditching the place with Hermie and whatnot and leaves. You know, that's that's Rudolph's problem. And well, then, you usually know, that's how it goes. So what happens, you know, they go through all this peril. You know, here's poor Hermie, dude. Yeah. You know, instead of making toys, he wants to fix teeth. You know how many Christmas cookies are eaten? <laughs> <laughs> it's National Cookie Day, Adam, today. <laughs> and Hermie could have hooked Hermie, it up. Hermie could have been a hero. Yeah, that's right. Hermie DDS. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the story, Adam. Rudolph saves the day with his red nose. Moral of the story, don't be an asshole. Don't make fun of people with disabilities because you know what? They could fucking contribute too. (laughs) Merry Christmas. What better Christmas story than that? Because you're relating it to real life. You see, look, on last week, right? Okay. Last week, I think it was either, I don't know what it was, Sunday or whatever it was. Anyway, we, we recorded episode number three, what, Saturday night? So it must have been Sunday. Okay. I was chilling in Target. You know, not wasn't in no kind of rush or anything like that. I was with the big boss. I know? like Sam's myself. Oh, go and ahead. it was early. It was like maybe I don't know noon. We had some pizza and we went into the store. Right, mm-hmm. everything was cool. There was no rush. Nothing was going on. Like at two thirty, dude. All of a sudden, it turned into an ant hill. It was madness. Left and right. I said, what the hell happened? Is there some kind of, like, what? Did they did they just revive the Kmart blue light special in, in Target? Is it the red light special here? Put on a red light. It's too bad. <laughs> Hermie the dentist wasn't there I at know. tooth hurty. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> but this isn't Adam. Yeah! Mm. <laughs> This is one of my songs, Adam. Oh, it is. In all of its versions. Oh, yeah, I love it. This is the Kinks. You really got me. Woo! You know, this could pass, Adam. Let me calm down. 
I don't want to hit you with my <laughs> with your slipper. <laughs> with my, I almost hit you with my slipper. <laughs> I got excited. I, instead of <laughs> instead of kicking to the front, I kicked up Adam. <laughs> Adam, 1964. Adam, yes. November the 28th, 1964. A couple of months before I was born, Adam. Oh, okay. Damn the it. Kings first hit Adam. <laughs> uh-huh. The King, the Kings first hit. You really got me. <laughs> yeah. Pick the number seven in America, Adam. Big hit. I mean, I I didn't I don't know it as a big hit, but I just know it as a powerful rock song. Isn't it? I love isn't it. it. It's, it's so it's, raw and it's so simple to play, dude. I wouldn't know that, but I mean, it really is. I can even play this in the guitar, which is I, I I'm horrible at it, mm-hmm. but I could still pick it out. You can listen to it. Oh, okay, this is you really got. Me. It's just a raw sound of the guitar mm-hmm. and the raw scratchy vocal sound, yeah. like they're really screaming at you. So Man, I just it's love great. it. Yeah. So it was released today, 1964, Adam. One, two, three, four. This weekend. Oh yeah! Kiss! Adam. Yes, Tommy. You know this is one of my songs, baby. It sounds like it has to be one of your songs. Sure, no something. <laughs> now I, I heard the intro to this song right here. And I have to ask you, have you worked out the bass line of this song? Not this one. And it's very, very, very pronounced, actually. Mm. You could actually, did you, have you ever heard the unplugged version of Kisses Unplugged? On, of this particular of this song? song yeah. mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can recall it. It's pretty awesome. Mm. Anyway, the original four members, Adam, break up, Adam, okay. and play for the last time. Mm. Yeah, and this is when it happened. And this, and this time... In 1979, you would think that after having their Thanksgiving meal, they would be thankful. Were they all residing in one house still? <laughs> is that, is that... I highly doubt that, Adam. <laughs> Can you see Paul carry, carrying the turkey to the table? Ah, uh, he's a he's done chef things on his Facebook. Oh, like like you have the chef Metallica. Yeah, he has a, yeah, he has yeah. a version he's of done, that. Yeah, yeah, where he's cooking, he's doing his whole thing. And he's is in... he big on pastas? Yes, he is. <laughs> what were the chances? <laughs> just a guess. <laughs> uh, just four years earlier, Adam, uh-huh. on December the 4th, actually on this day in 1975, hmm. Kiss had earned their first gold record with Alive, Adam. First gold record mm-hmm. till four years later being broken up. <laughs> that's right. Damn it. And Adam, and that's this week's. <laughs> I'm not good with Kiss Bad News, Adam. <laughs> I, I, I see that. <laughs> Adam. Yes, Tommy. This is Pink Floyd, baby. Everybody knows that. Hey, you. Hey, you. <laughs> you gotta say it cheery. <laughs> hey, hey, you. <laughs> this is one of those you want to kill yourself song. <laughs> 1979, Adam. Yeah. November the 30th, 1979. Okay. Pink Floyd's album, The Wall. Still, no, not you, the Pink Floyd. <laughs> Released. And it was seeing out the 70s in a spectacular fashion as it sold over, Adam. Okay. 
13 million copies. Wow. That's insane. That's right. The powerful concept album's theme of isolation and despair, Adam. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Resonate with legions of fans, Adam. Just like this. Pink Floyd has legions like we do. But they have lead, right? Everybody's alone and, and desperate and separate. But then they all congregate at a concert, and there's like <laughs> seventy thousand of them all slammed together. All these lonely souls turn around to your, talk to your friend and say, "Hey, I'm a lonely guy. How, how would you like to go out for pizza?" Here's your opportunity. <laughs> Here's your opportunity. Exactly. And even if it's to what is it? A commis- uh, What is it? Commiserate. Commiserating. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you think they'd be solving things, but they just want to feel lonely together. See, this is this is what I say now obviously before we move on it spawned the number one single another one another brick i was gonna say another one bites the dust. <laughs> oh. <laughs> i'm confusing my brits adam well it depends on how depressed they are <laughs> they might bite the dust another one <laughs> another brick on the wall adam <laughs> part two yes so yeah so this is that's this huge is, for a double album 13 million I copies totally forgot what I, was I should have said my stupidity first before i kept done with the rest of the history bit <laughs> <laughs> you know you would think you know it's like hey let's get all together like you said let's have a pizza together yeah you know have some tea and biscuits i don't know share a cookie sure. i have no freaking idea sure, they're brits you know that's, that. that's that's what i'm talking about and at the same time th- as they console each other and they get out of the despair and all that they don't have to resort to cannabis have they have you listened to the entire wall album cover am, to cover i am not a, a pink floyd fan adam i i don't uh hate them it doesn't bother me hmm. it's that i still don't get i think i've told you this before yeah i don't get the pink floyd concept i just don't get it now, I'm sure you've listened to Dark Side of the Moon. I have, yeah. I have, too, and I love it. It's fantastic as one whole piece, as one thing that just flows together. But you'd think that having that experience, I would go, well, this is the next best thing. This is the wall. This is classic. And I would sit down, and I would listen to it. I would play it, but I've never done it. 1979, what we had, uh, we were just coming out maybe out of the gas crisis or something like that, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure people were just dis- <laughs> people were distraught, shitting, dying, <laughs> was happening left and right. G- what kind of gas are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> talking. <laughs> we're talking about regular gas, petroleum, Adam. Oh, I didn't know there was a crisis. <laughs> yeah, and then there was an even bigger uh, crisis. Disco was happening. And finally, somebody <laughs> discovered Bino. <laughs> Adam, disco, Adam, you missed that cue. Oh, disco. Disco was also going on, goddammit. That's true, that's true. <laughs> so all so. this shit was going on, I can see where people were despaired. Anyway, let's just move on. I don't, okay. I don't get Pink Floyd, that's the bottom line. Adam, but this I get, Adam. Do you get this one? I do. John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Watching the wheels, baby. I'm the Tommy Adam. Hard to podcast. People say I'm crazy. <laughs> yep. Doing what I'm doing. doing. What I'm yeah, I think they'd say we're crazy, too, doing what we're doing, Adam. <laughs> it's been said. November the 29th, 1980, by you and I both. <laughs> John and Joko's double fantasy album was released, Adam, on November the 29th, 1980. Though uh, initially poorly received, the Adam is notable for the association with Lennon's eventual murder three weeks after it was released, Adam. Yeah. Thereupon, it became a worldwide commercial success and went on to win the 1981 Album of the Year at 
the 24th annual Grammy Awards. Okay. There you go. I know you're not a big fan of this, are you? I think you told me you're not. I can't of, remember. Of if it was John you Lennon's or... solo yeah, material? I don't, I don't think so. Not really at yeah, all. I remember correctly. Though. I mean, I like him. I like him as a personality. I like him as watching that uh, Get Back documentary stuff. I haven't seen it Just yet. him joking around and being crazy and goofy and funny. Mm. Fantastic personality, this guy. But like the the material that he created by himself post Beatles is neither here nor there for me. So it's because maybe because Yoko probably was on it, Adam. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't hear her in that song, so <laughs> she didn't contaminate watching the wheels. Was was the record release kind of a lucky break that that, that Lennon got killed? Oh, oh, oh. I'm just saying. Wow, man. Do you think? I mean, I don't know. I think you know, this is in all seriousness, and I didn't want to offend no John Lennon fans, because actually I do remember, I was in high school when they announced that John Lennon had got killed, and I just remember that. I remember like a, that was my first uh, celebrity kind of sadness. I, I was at a Jewel supermarket when Elvis got killed. We were living in Chicago at the time. Got killed. <laughs> you, make oh. it, you make it sound like he's... <laughs> I'm, I take that Elvis. back. Elvis. <laughs> when Elvis killed himself. Well, when he when he succumbed to his, his pills and when lifestyle. When Elvis died, Adam. Yes, got, got it. When Elvis died. <laughs> What's happening with it? It's Saturday morning, Adam. It's, it's too much for me. We did Saturday night. Now I'm all messed up again. I'll give myself excuses here anyway. And I remember because I was in Jewel Supermarkets and I was bagging uh, groceries. We were living in Chicago at the time. I was a kid, man. Mm-hmm. And I do remember them announcing it on the PA. I said, okay, no worries. Elvis, I knew about him, you know. Mm. Grew up seeing the Hawaii specials and all this yeah. in his movies. But I remember in high school sitting and listening, you know, to the radio when I heard that uh, John Lennon had got killed. Mm. And I'm like, wow. And it was it was very simple. It was, it was announced on my favorite radio station, Radio Heavy. And it was something like, uh, let me see. Estamos interrumpiendo actualmente nuestra programación para anunciar que John Lennon de los Beatles ha sido asesinado frente a su apartamento en la ciudad de Nueva York. Hoy es un día muy triste para los fanáticos del rock y especialmente de los Beatles con la muerte de John Lennon. Y este fue Heavy Shirley a través de la primera en rock aquí en el Oeste Radio Heavy. It was something like that. Dude. Wow. They had killed John Lennon. And I just remember like, wow, John Lennon of the Beatles, man. It was one of those things. I, I also remember when Michael Jackson died. <laughs> I was walking into the VA hospital in, uh, mm-hmm. in Phoenix. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Everybody was watching that Michael Jackson. Oh. There's people crying and shit. And, oh, hell. We just got delayed here for a whole day. But there had been a falling out with Michael Jackson. There were, yeah. Was there that kind of a, a, a thought about John Lennon at that time? Because he, he was kind say. of on the fringe of, you know, being protesty and all that stuff. And, and he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he didn't have the fame that Paul McCartney enjoyed post-Beatles. I don't think he did. He didn't have a group like Wings. You know, again, that's just my quick analysis of what was going on with that. I think Paul McCartney had a rabid appetite to just play music and do music and John Lennon was distracted with other things like it, watching that get back documentary it was Paul running the band it was Paul saying hey we got to get this shit together we got to calling stuff. the shots for those 14 days pretty much i need to watch that yeah it's yeah. really good moving on rest in peace man Adam, who do we got here, man? 
one of your favorites, Bing Crosby. <laughs> and David Bowie. Singing little drummer bum. Ah, there you go, man. 1977, Adam. Uh-huh. I think it's pretty cool. November the 30th, 1977, Adam. Yeah. Bing Crosby's Last Christmas Special aired, dude. Okay. On, the, on November 30th, 1977. The program was recorded in September. And guess what? Yeah. Crosby had died in October. Wow. The show was remembered for Crosby's unusual duet with Mr. David Bowie. Where they sung a modified version of, we just heard it right here, the little drummer boy with boy singing the new piece on earth lyrics composed by the show's writers. So he died a month after it was recorded yeah. and a couple of months before it actually aired. And it was a month and some change before it aired. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah, I didn't know I that. I didn't know that either, man. That was kind of weird. That's why I brought it over to Today in Rock History. That's yeah. excellent. There you go. Good information. This is one of my songs for sure. Is it? Yeah, Harvest Moon Baby, Mr. Neil Young, man. This song is so trippy. Okay. Just the chill of it. It's, you're relask, you're relasking. What, what, what? <laughs> oh, Relaxing. I understand what you're saying. I, I speak that language. <laughs> Puerto Rican. I speak in Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, I speak in Mexican. <laughs> I just ruined this shit with the hardest moon. I love this song. What do you love about it? I just, it just, is it just? It's just the laid back. I think it has a. Uh, uh, what do you call that instrument that they play in uh, in country music? Oh god. A that, lap pedal steel yeah, guitar. Yeah, I think they play that in this song. Do they? I think so. I'm not sure. Anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) What does matter about that I just love this song. That's one of my songs. That's what matters. Okay, check this out. So you're hanging out, Mm -hmm. and you'll say, you know, I'm not a bar kind of guy, but, you know, I'll sit at a bar and drink some iced tea, and if you're within a group, and, you know, you got one of those those young ladies. Are there biscuits? Yeah. (laughs) Tea and biscuits? Sometimes at these bars, there are some biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that we like. So you take one of these biscuits and you ask him to dance with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and right. you really don't even have to dance. This is like the white dude dance, you know? You just you sway. Yeah, you, you sway you're, a little you're just bit. Swaying a little bit. You know, Especially you, to this you, song. Yeah, you have your arms around her. She has your arms around you, and it's you're just chilling. You're mm. rocking back and forth. You're rocking steady later, probably. Oh my if gosh, you're, that's right. <laughs> your luck. She have her headlights on. <laughs> her headlights are just on on low beam. <laughs> You can say, oh, I would like to switch that to high beam. <laughs> but no, this is what I love about that song. It's a kickback song. Yeah. I remember sending this song to this one chick. Long story short, as I said, listen, listen to this tune. You know, I want you to listen to it. Whatever you're doing, just, just to let you know that when I listen to this tune, I think about you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think that's why I like the song more. How'd that, how'd that work out? It worked out pretty good. <laughs> Oh, the memories. That's very good. <laughs> They're pretty good. You know, we took out for a movie and a milkshake. What can I tell you? Okay. <laughs> I went back to this bit in history, okay? Yeah. It was Harvest Moon is the title of the song, right? So in 1997, Adam, November the 29th, this history bit has nothing to do with any of this shit that we just finished talking about. Whitney Houston, Adam. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is out of left field. Whitney Houston, okay. Pulled out of a concert sponsored by... 
the Moonies, not the Harvest Moonies, but the Moonies. Who are the Moonies? Two hours. Hold up, hold up. Two hours before she was due on stage, after finding out the event was a mass wedding for over one thousand Mooney couples. Adam, now check this out. The Moonies had no intentions of suing, providing the singer returned the one million dollar fee she had received for singing at this wedding. So what objection did she have to the marriage of these Moonies? What what is a Mooney? The Mooney is, it is thing? let me see, did I write this down? I, I'm going to go off of the, my top of my head on this. If I remember correctly, okay, when I was a kid, I took a uh, oh hold on hold on you're you're you're, fl- you're flashing back a lot today. <laughs> hold on, we got to play this for that. I am. <laughs> if you're in need of a restroom break. Maybe you need to put the dog out, or perhaps require a bit of nourishment. I'd advise you do so now. This is a flashback, rant, or the unsolicited opinion of our own Tommy Martinez. Here on the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. (laughs) Ah, Don't run, don't run to the hill. Anyway, Adam, okay, so, okay, this is, when I was a kid, I think that's where I left off, okay? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When I was a kid, uh, my church went ahead and gave a, uh, like, a little conference on the weekend, like a, 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 what is it, a retreat or something? Oh, sure. And they brought somebody in who spoke about cults. And I, okay. the only thing I remember, you know, amongst the other, um, amongst many cults slash religion, so they gave you basic doctrine of what these what these groups thought about, but I'm just saying that's you know that's just one of the groups that I took in this uh mm-hmm. in this thing if I can remember correctly. So anyway, long story short is that that one of them was the Moonies, and the Moonies was this Korean group. Gosh, man, uh, I think the guy's last name was Moon, so it was like Young Young Moon. Sure, sure, sure. And that's where they got their names for Moonie, and they were known for doing these massive group weddings and whatnot. So yeah, that's. But what was special about being a Moonie? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't. I can't what, made it, what made it a cult? I cannot remember that. Mm. I just remember the Moonie part of it. Hmm. And that's. And Whitney that, Houston must have had some objection. Of course, to man. Moonies. She was like Baptist or whatnot. So you know, either Baptist and, and all, or all Moonies s- are Korean. Is that? Uh, no, no, no. Because after that, they expanded this. You know, I think it was mm. worldwide. Oh man, what were the Moonies known for? I want to say it was Taekwondo, probably <laughs> like Kung Fu. You know, <laughs> that's really stereotype. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, that's why they were Moonies, Adam. It was a, this is a shitty flashback for your bit. She gave back the million dollars though. She did. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was that bad, huh? <laughs> Also, uh, on December the 4th of 2002, she admitted in a U.S. Uh, TV interview, that would be Whitney Houston later on. This is The Mooney deal was in 1997, and uh, what I'm about to speak about is 2002. She admitted in a U.S. interview that her drinking and drugs nearly killed her, Adam. Yeah. Bobby Brown's missus also admitted to being addicted to sex, Adam. Really? Yeah. This is in this interview in 2002. She said her business is sex, drugs, and rock and roll and got into the lifestyle after missing out on the partying when her career took off at age 18. So she didn't get that. She missed out on that. Yeah. Why did she miss out? Mm. She's too uh, goody two shoes at I that time? I guess so, because her career was in the way. She hadn't probably. met Bobby Brown yet. Yeah, that was it too. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, and uh, it says here, it wasn't until February 11th of 2012 where her drinking and drugs actually killed her. Yeah. So she lasted another 10 years, Adam. 
Uh, yeah, Adam, so let's just move on from Whitney to uh, whatever we got left here. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were starting you from there. You got wrapped up in Whitney and Bobby Brown. But I can play this. This is exciting. <laughs> what bit, is this, Adam? And a bit spooky. This is the X-Files oh, theme, if you remember. I do. But it is a metal version. Oh, so it's better. We're gonna, You're going to find out here in about 10 seconds. <laughs> if you hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna feel some metalness. Here we go. Oh, oh it sounds like Gosilo's oh. message. Almost <laughs> Ramstein. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, maybe it is. Maybe it was covered by them, Adam. <laughs> All right, Adam. November the 30th, 19, 1997, my friend. Fox popular TV show, The X Files, episode titled "The Postmodern Prometheus." Includes a share Adam storyline. Share as in we, I'm, as I'm giving to my neighbor, or share as in the the, the pop gypsies, star. tramps, and yeah, thieves. Yeah. Okay. And culminates in the main characters attending her concert. Adam. Oh, nice. Three of her songs were featured. Adam. The sun ain't gonna shine anymore. Hmm. Walking in Memphis. And the one you just mentioned, Adam. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. You got it. Wow. Man. That's a share uh, That's a share stable. Yeah, it's got to be. Share couldn't appear on the episode, so the producers jumped into the time warp, Adam, that they actually developed in the show. And <laughs> okay. that was provided by aliens okay. and whatnot. Oh, that's nice. And brought back one of the contestants from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> Because that's a better share. <laughs> they make a better share. To, to fill in for the pop star. Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, Adam. Uh-huh. <laughs> they did a better job than Cher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt about it. <laughs> nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. Oh. I'm hard. I lost my place. <laughs> Let's get started. Oh, it's Adam. Tommy and Adam. Hard to yeah. name. Podcast. Historic hip-hop rapizzle moment. Yo. Yes, Tommy. Is this rapizzle? <laughs> I'm Sue Taco Bell, cause I ain't half a million chalupas, and I got fast. I'm Sue Taco Bell. They never said I shouldn't use their microwave to wrap my ass. It's supposed to be two bucks of core out of them. I thought you wanted. I thought you wanted Al. Not yet. What do I fame? <laughs> Adam, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the right one, Adam. Come on. Okay. They wanna bury me in rubber. Oh, there you go. Right now it is. I look down the barrel of my nine and my business blurry, falling to pieces. Am I guilty? I pray to the Lord, but He ignores me. Unfortunately, because I'm guilty. Show me a miracle. Oh, there you go, Adam. It's the two pack Shakur. Two packs. 
uh, and only fear of death out of me this uh, album for the uh, hip-hop rap hizzle moment out of, mm. of uh, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast so that's rap right there he's rapping away dude he's doing his thing on October the 30th of 1994 Adam okay the 30th of, of excuse me did I say October it's November the 30th okay Adam of 1994 Tupac Shakur Adam Yes. Was shot mm-hmm. five times during a robbery outside of a New York recording studio by the name of Quad City Recording Studio. Wait a minute. New York? Mm-hmm. Didn't he die in Vegas? Yeah, but this is not when he got killed. This he is got when, shot five times and lived? That was he was shot five times. What? <laughs> the Weird Al song was not about, was, was not about that, Adam. <laughs> it wasn't? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Only fear of death, Adam. <laughs> but maybe since he survived, maybe he could say on the Weird Al song, it's called, I'll sue you. <laughs> so if he could find out who shot him five times, he could sue them. <laughs> that song is coming up, Adam, hopefully. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Tupac was shot twice in the head, twice in the growing, and once in how many in the groin? Twice. Twice in the yeah. groin? Yep. He was taken to the ah. Bellevue Hospital Center, but his wounds were not believed to be life How do you how do you how do you come back from that? I don't know, man. I That's couldn't take crazy. one shot to the groin. <laughs> <laughs> one shot I'd probably be a goner if it was just one shot Adam my growing shoots <laughs> nah bro you can I'm hard bro I'm hard bro I'm hard bro oh mama I hope Tupac was hard I don't know if he can oh my god now Adam we're good let's start fresh where are we at with this? I'll sue ya, says Weird Al. Oh, now we're good, Adam. Good deal. Oh, I think we're back on track, Adam. Who's he, who's he parroting here? Is it Rage Against the Machine? Is it Rage Against? I think so. Let's hear his vocals. I, I can't forgot real quick. I'll sue Taco yeah. Ah, can I sue for getting fat as well? <laughs> You can sue anybody, Tommy. Oh, my God. 2001, Adam. 2008. Excuse me. 20, uh, November 28, 2000. What year? 2001, Adam. Okay, got it. November 28, 2001. Uh, talking about fat here, Aretha Franklin sued. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It takes one to know one. Adam. What did she say? What did she, what'd she Aretha do? Aretha Franklin sued the tabloid star, Adam. Mm, yes. So I guess that's Star Magazine. Yes. What false claims did they make against her? For $50 million over a December 20, uh, 2000 article titled, Aretha Franklin Drinking Herself Into the Grave. Whoa. Does she have like an ap- alcohol abuse problem? I don't know. It says he sued him, so I wouldn't know that. Proving them wrong, Adam. Yes. She died in her Detroit home on August the 16th of 2018 oh, of a malignant pancreatic uh, narrow doctrine tumor. Uh, at her deathbed was Stevie Wonder and Jesse Jackson. But just FYI, they just told Stevie Wonder where he was at. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, we had him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let's go, y'all. I'm going to give you a taste of both things. Okay. But this is Jay-Z uh-huh. singing his, his what? His jigga what? Jigga who? J- 
Jigga what? Jigga who? <laughs> but he's also on stage with Lincoln Park. Oh, okay, I know what this is, Adam. And you can hear the song in the background, Faint, oh. by Lincoln Park. And eventually they're going to mash together. And the crowd really goes crazy when Chester Benningfield or whatever. Bennington, Adam. Bennington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he starts singing, the crowd goes nuts. Oh, yeah? It's really good. We'll bring it down and we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll cover that part in a minute. Anyway, Lincoln Park and Jay Z released Adam the collaborative EP Collision Course, which features mashups of the artist's song Numb and the new metal band sophomore album Meteora. Is mixed in with the rapper's black album track Encore, and the result is Numb Encore. It also wins Grammy uh, Adam for that year uh, for the best rap sung collaboration. In uh, 2006. Isn't that a style of metal now? I Numb guess core? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Adam, who we got here, man? Well, this is Madness. They're suffering from embarrassment. Oh, wow. Okay. You can bring that down. To the- 2006, Adam. December the 1st. Oh, we're in December, Adam, finally. GQ Magazine named Kid Rock and Pamela Anderson Newlyweds of the Year, Adam. Newlyweds of the Year. Now, check this out. Just as Bing Crosby. (laughs) (laughs) By the time the issue hits newsstands, guess what? What? The couple had divorced. What? (laughs) The couple of the year? Could it last until press time? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Adam, speaking of embarrassment, did you know... Kid Rock put out a new song mocking snowflakes. Oh, recently? Just now? Yeah, just oh, recently. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't hear it. Uh, did you also know that Weird Al Adam put something out? I think a tweet that, fucking with Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> According to an article on Loudwire, Adam published on November the 22nd uh-huh. of this year, Weird Al wanted to clear the air and let music fan knows that Kid Rock's new video for Don't Tell Me How to Live, I guess that's the title of his new song. Mm-hmm. A recent song, there you go, <laughs> that rouses against snowflakes, slams cancel culture, and, and invokes the First Amendment is not one of his parody music videos. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people are getting confused. It's, oh, this must be a Weird Al song. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> On November the 22nd, Yankovic tweeted, To everybody that's congratulating me right now on how my new Kid Rock parody video is, let me clarify, that's not me. <laughs> It's actually That's actually the rock kid. It's actually Kid Rock. <laughs> oh man. This is crazy. I hope he doesn't get his ass kicked by <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, I hit the wrong button again. <laughs> oh. Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson. On Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. Sounds like a cover, Adam. It is. Is there any way that you can pick out who this artist is? Look back into your recent memory and who we were just talking about. 
Any idea? That's uh, Paul Stanley. It is not. <laughs> it is not Paul Stanley at all. <laughs> it's Kid Rock. It's Kid Rock. <laughs> this podcast definitely might not go out. <laughs> Tommy, the Kennedy Center Honors all right. is the nation's highest honor given to those in performing arts mm-hmm. for their lifetime contributions to American culture. Yes, sir. At a gala dinner on December 1st, and on 2012, President President Barack Obama oversaw the event. Oh, wow. Alongside other honorees, Buddy Guy, Dustin Hoffman, and David Letterman, our heroes, the surviving members of Led Zeppelin, were lauded for their enduring impact on the American music scene. After acknowledging the difficulty of writing a suitable speech for the band and joking about trying to work in a Stairway to Heaven reference, President Obama launched into his personal tribute. When the Brits initially kept their distance, Led Zeppelin grabbed America from the opening chord. (laughs) It's been said that a generation of people survived teenage angst with a pair of headphones and a Zeppelin album. And a generation of parents wondered what all the noise was about. Performers honoring the band included Foo Fighters doing rock and roll, Lenny Kravitz playing Whole Lot of Love, Heart with Jason Bonham on drums, with Stairway to Heaven, and Kid Rock! Taking a stab at Ramble On. And that's our Led Zeppelin 101. That was beautiful. For this week. Another beautiful. Did you write that one too? Yeah, I wrote that one. Oh, gosh. You get really good at this. (laughs) Am I now? (laughs) Speaking of really good. Can we get off the topic of Kid Rock for a little bit? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Drew's not doing a cover out to get me? <laughs> this is, of course, Guns N' Roses, Tommy. Oh, yeah. Out to get me, baby. Adam, 2014, December 3rd of 2014, a fake MSNBC report claimed that Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose has been found dead in his West Hollywood home, man. They reported it? That's right. The, it was a fake MSNBC. So I don't know if it was a fake report or was it a fake MSNBC. It doesn't clarify here. Anyway, mm-hmm. the band's official Facebook page posts photos of the singer with a caption that says, Ha! They said I'm dead again. Wait, what the fuck? Is this a hoax? <laughs> Guys, get a life. Wow. Okay. That's what he said. Hey, hey, you've been out of the scene for a while, right? Maybe he is. Maybe he was dead. They were taking yes. a shot. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's move on, Adam. <laughs> Ooh, intro this one, Adam. This is your kind of music right here. Whoa, is this my music? Yeah. Well, we all know this is Slayer. I knew that. Angel of Death. Are we gonna wait for the scream, Tommy? Are we gonna wait for the scream? Is it better than my daughter? My, my with my granddaughter. You have to hear. Oh no. <laughs> Adam yes. uh, November 30th, 2019 Slayer call it a career Playing their final show at the Forum In Inglewood, California mm. The band's last song, Adam, was Angel of Death, Angel of Death. <laughs> You got wow. it What were the chances? No kidding There are song lyrics I never brag how real I keep it Cause it's the best secret There are also lyrics that will captivate 
your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. <laughs> Adam. Uh oh. You've we're, sat up in your seat now. We're gonna rock it, baby, and this is Twisted Sister. Oh. Bring it down, Adam. Bring it down. Bring it. You gotta stop. No, matter of fact, stop it right stop now. Stop Hold Pause. On. Let me pause oh. right there. Breathe, Tom. Let breathe. <laughs> You're turning red in the face. <laughs> it's it also got really warm in here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Adam Twisted Sister, the kids are back, baby. The kids are back. You ever heard this song? I mean, I've heard you, it. I mean, I have, again, have you? Every time we talk about one of these songs with all the lyrics that we need right. to analyze i've never analyzed lyrics period on any song ever at all i mean i guess i guess zeppelin stuff i mean i've kind of looked at it and said what what did what he say there you so you but were, i'm not looking for some hidden meaning or anything was is it like uh, you know is it just because you're just like so much the, into the, the, the uh, lyrics the voice the vocals it's all just another instrument it's just mm. a sound that adds to the overall scheme and scope of the song itself. Mm, wow. Yeah. For me. Other other people are only care about lyrics. I would think it leaves you a little bit empty, you know? I mean, it doesn't spark your curiosity. To, I didn't say to I wasn't least. empty. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not making that claim. No. I, I'm mostly empty. You're right. But <laughs> but this is this is how I perceive Ooh, things. This is how I do it. Man, Adam. Tell me about the this song. Kids are the kids back, are back, dude. This is a great song. Uh, released 1983, man. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of the? Well, I don't know if you're into watching live concerts or anything like that. But there was a VHS back at the time where there was promoing a lot of the uh, Twisted Sister shows. Okay. And this is one of them. You know, this and the Under the Blade and some other songs. Okay. This is a great song. This is one of those songs that says, you know what? Let's just go to the lyrics and find out. Okay. How's that, Adam? So it says, when we walk the streets. Now, this is D. Snyder, the mighty D. Snyder. Mm-hmm. We walk the streets, Adam, in tattered armies. We got the lion in our heart. Okay. We're not looking for trouble just for some fun. But we're all ready if you want to start. Hmm. They're not in a combative mood. They're just they trying to have not. a good time. But... If they're crossed, if they if somebody disrespects them in some sort of way, That's they're ready right. as a unit to throw down. That is right, Adam. You hit that right on the nail. I, I think that one's pretty clear cut. Yeah, yeah I think one, so. Dude, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so go ahead, hit the volume. So, so there's Adam. a group. There's a group on this. This mm-hmm. is a group of people we're talking about. See? You want to start. Then he goes into the chorus. I've seen Twisted Sister Life. Of course. <laughs> this is this part. For living dreams. Just look around and you'll see why. We don't want to 
pause it right there, baby. Mm. Let's review that one real quick. Okay, okay. This is one of those lyrics right there that like we I think we've spoken about this before. Anybody can relate to on this one. Okay. Just says it's uh well, can you blame us for living our dreams? Okay. So they're living their best life. And it may not be the uh, hashtag. It might not be the way that people would expect them to live their life. Hashtag, mm. Adam, living your best life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I forgot the hashtag. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen that? Let's not get off. Let's not get off here. Okay. So can you blame us for living our dreams? Uh-huh. Just look around and you'll see why. Okay. So you can't. Is blame that a commentary them. on the society at the I w- time? I would or? think I would. It's a commentary on rock and roll lifestyle. Okay. Here's, so it's a, if you could do this, wouldn't yeah. you want to do this? So it's nineteen. Uh, it's nineteen ninety three. Mm-hmm. Twisted Sisters is about to go crazy. Ninety three or eighty three? Excuse me, you're right. Nineteen eighty three. Got it. They're about to go mainstream at them. Sure. With uh, we're not gonna take it. Right. I want to rock mm. and everything else that just took off on pop metal. Right. You know, it just tells you right now. Just look around and you'll see why. Because you're looking around, you're seeing, you know, don't be mad at them. Don't be a hater is what they're saying, right? Okay. We're living our dreams. We don't want to follow. We just don't want to do what everybody else is doing. Exactly. I would say mm, glam metal. They went a little extreme, especially D. Snyder. He didn't want to, you know, he went way out there. He took it past the makeup, took it past the antics. Here's this very tall guy. Kind of cartoonish, bigger than life personality. Who, if you dare fuck with, might kick your ass. That you you could mistakenly say, hey, this guy's, you know, one of those fluffy boys underneath all this. I think you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Sure. And you didn't want to follow the same routine. So maybe it's for nothing, but we had to try. So they went for it. And obviously it paid off later with, uh, with their super huge record, Stay Hungry. It goes back to the chorus again. So just remember the kids are back. He reminds them we're back. They must have left and came back because they're, they're New Yorkers. So that probably was where their their center of of performing was located. So, so at. if they're if they're making a statement as a group as a musical act, maybe they had been out on tour and they've come back. Mm-hmm. They've come back to their old haunts, their old neighborhood. Now music, we're back. Now musically, this song has well the great majority of the heavy metal. Cliches? Cliches, yes. Good. Has a strong hook to it. Good. Great chorus. Mm. Awesome riffs. And a pounding bass and drum that just carries it all the way through. Play it a little bit more. Let's do it. There's the chorus. Another great out, another great song out of this album is uh, "You Can't Stop Rock and Roll." I don't know if you heard that one. Okay. So this was one of those albums that just gonna that was leading up to "Stay Hungry," because I believe yeah, this, the one after this was "Stay Hungry," where all the pop hits, you know, even mm-hmm. covered by by SpongeBob of all <laughs> of all. It's gotta be a big hit. Of, yeah. So you know, D. Snyder's rolling in the dough. I don't know about the rest of the band, but at least it's so. Now here's that one spoken out groove. Check it out. Give us some volume. Here comes the yell. They're back, Adam. They're back. And, uh... <laughs> 
So, so what, would, what, would, what was he asking? Don't mind us asking. We're going to ask you something. It says here, I says, uh, just remember the kids are back. Look out now. There's no problems. No need to fuss. We ain't out to stop your fun. Don't miss. Right. Don't mind us asking because we got to know how can we stop it when we're having none. Hmm. What does that mean? So it says, hmm. here it goes. It's now. He, there's no problem. No problem. No need to fuss. Okay. No need to fuss. Good. Let's take that in. I like that. We ain't out to stop your fun. Good. We're, we're not here to enjoy you know, yourself. Yeah. We're going to enjoy ourselves. You yeah. enjoy yourself. So just kind of like you stay in your world and we'll be in ours. And the twisted fucking sister, I believe, is what <laughs> is if I remember my concert correctly. Okay. Don't mind us asking because we got to know. This is the question that twisted sister is asking who's ever uh-huh. bothered by their return. Okay. How can we stop it? When you're having none. When you're no fun? Yeah. You're not having any fun? Yeah, when you're having none. So they're having no oh, fun, Adam. Okay. How can we stop? Why would yeah, we stop? Why? Why the hell would we? When you're yeah. not having any. Say, we want to be like you? Yeah. So just remember, Adam, yeah. the kids are back and just play it out, Adam, because. Let's do it. You know. Oh, you can't ask for nothing else. Great rock and roll song. Check it out, man. Just, uh. Adam, you might want to listen to this album going back home today. Okay. You can't stop rock and roll, Adam. And that's what it is. And another Bonnie week. And Adam's another week or so, your kids will be back. Lyrics that will blow your mind. Well, why'd you have to ruin this, Adam? <laughs> this already sucks ass. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that's good factual information. <laughs> My kids are back. Oh, watch out. Leave the house. <laughs> How can I say that's Christmas? I don't know. Can you blame me for having my fun? (laughs) (laughs) Adam, let's just rock it. Let me be like you. Your guys aren't having any fun. Adam, let's just move on. Adam, rock and roll birthdays, baby. Born on this day. Yes. Who is it? John Michael Osborne, man. Johnny Osborne? No, man. Ozzy Osborne. Oh. (laughs) Born December the 3rd, Adam, 1948. He's 73 years old, man. 73. Hey, did you see that Can picture of him? He's still taking? Did you see that picture I sent you of him uh, that was on, a, on a, <laughs> one of the Rock and Roll magazines? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's what is that his, look he's no going ideas. for there? He's going for the mega grandpa look on that one. <laughs> well, he's got that sealed up, man. Yeah, I'm no, telling no you. No kidding. Happy birthday, Ozzy, man. Oh, uh, you know, Adam? Yeah? I want to tell you something. I don't want you to be too... Think less of you? Yeah, think less of you. <laughs> But this Billy Idol song, Adam, Flesh for Fantasy. Okay. This is one of my songs, Adam. This is one of your songs? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like this song, Adam. Hmm. There's some sexiness about, about this song. I don't believe I've ever in my life heard this song. No. Flesh. Flesh for Fantasy. New song. <laughs> You've got the lip. You have to lip my lip everything. Yeah. And then I got this right here too. Check it out. Is that his stance? <laughs> you got it. I got it. Holy crap! Wait a minute. Let me throw you this gel. You can spike the hair <laughs> real fast. <laughs> I gotta come back right. I'll give you a second. Oh, okay. Tommy's going to take a break. Oh, he's he's going to retrieve something. Oh, he's going to go. Adjust our camera. If we started to take a bit of video of the podcasting festivities. Okay, here I go, Adam. Oh, here he is. Nope. Oh. 
He's now he's mugging for the camera. It's <laughs> my song, Adam. Okay. Billy Idol, Adam. Yeah. Born William Michael Albert Broad in Stanmore, Middlesex, Adam, mm. England. Okay. He is 66 today, Adam. U.S. citizen, remember? <laughs> he naturalized yeah. back in 2018. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Adam also, uh, Rick Savage, Adam of Def Leppard. Def Leppard. 61 today. Mm-hmm. Sean Corey Carter, Adam. Jay-Z, Adam. Jay-Z. <laughs> Born in 1969, Adam. Oh, wow. So he is, what, uh, 53? Mm-hmm. Is he? Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's in the zone. Yeah. Ah, let me right. see who else here, Adam. Uh, let me see. Bette Midler, Adam. 77, born uh, December the 1st. She's older than Ozzy. Yeah, she is. She was a uh, she was a star of The Rose. I don't remember that movie. The Rose. The song. Yeah, it was a life. It was a movie based on the life of no, jo- Janice Joplin. Adam. I know she was in some stupid movie. God, what the Beach. hell was it? my wife loved this stupid movie. I can't even remember what it. Beaches. Was it with fucking uh, Beaches? Is the name with of this Nick movie. Nolte on the? No, it was her and some other chick. I think. Yeah, it's one of those. Lady movies and oh, what? beaches, so fun. beaches. Yeah, this no, this is not the. Uh... And of course, one of the ladies is dying, and it's a whole thing. Oh, and man. oh, it's some sad. It's a tear. That sounds like thing. that sounds like some statistically depressing Christmas. Shit. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Adam also born today. Actually born on December the second, nineteen eighty. Britney Spears. Adam. Britney. There you go. She's free now. Uh huh. If Gosito was here, he would actually agree to me playing this. <gasps> That is the signal. <laughs> that is the sign, Adam. Yeah. That is the sign. And lately, you know what, Adam? Uh-huh. It hasn't been given us any. Oh, no, it did it not. It didn't give in. us any kind of break. It's going straight in, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not letting us bullshit. You know, you were saying you're having internet prob- connectivity problems before. Oh. This one's. This, uh, our app is. Hooking right in. It goes right into it. Yeah. That's the advantage of downloading the Lords of the G-String app from the Tommy and Adam Hartney podcast. Available right. on Spotify and all the rest of your favorite. Did yours DSPs, pop up to your screen? Adam. It did, Adam. Oh, my gosh. It did big time while I'm trying to promo. As a matter of fact, you could also send us an email at Tommy and N. Adam pod at gmail.com, Adam, because today, holy macaroni. It is Lucretia Hot 22. Adam. Lucretia Hot. <laughs> is that who you have over yes, there, Adam? It's the same Ooh, thing I'm looking at. Adam, and it has reels. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, Adam. I should not say that. Because <laughs> we haven't figured this one now out this yet, says, Adam. Now, this says Lucretia, a personal blog. You'll find the sexiest girls in this account. Follow me so you don't miss anything. Adam, I think Black Heart flames on top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did you hit the is the trans? I hit the translate. Translates back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because mine's a Spanish, Adam. My native language. (laughs) 
Wow. Oh, it's going to be great, because this is the reason why. <laughs> oh, Lord Adam. This one's gonna be hard to pick out, Adam. Wow. This is gonna be really hard to pick out. Adam, this is a combination of models of Instagram yeah. page. It seems like it's a collection of a whole bunch it of different is, ladies. It is, man. That's what I'm talking about right there. Now, what? I can't translate. Uh, the posts, but it says Dale un like e te invo miss nudes. <laughs> he likes. What, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't see Tommy? any nudes here, Adam. I, I don't all, either. They're all decent pictures. They're all rated. Uh, but what is that? If you ask me, they're all rated G. Oh, yeah. Well, they... For good. Oh, goody. <laughs> so is there a way to access nudes? Oh, no. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> is that what that's saying? Adam, we can't be saying those things on oh, our podcast. Oh. We are an explicit material only. <laughs> Not verbally. <laughs> Not, visually. Not visually. We don't want to be shut down for uh for being naughty. I mean this one's coming in hot. It's right Holy from the beginning. Macro. Well they had flames there right there. Look at it. It's telling you right there. Adam, and this is the kind that we all, Agent X3, thank you so much. It is only 32,000 followers, Adam. Mm, And it has 505 posts. Oh, wait a minute, Adam. Yeah. It's followed by Datakoa Promotions. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure. Wow. But it's also followed by Gosito. We need, we oh, need he, to. We Gosito's need to. Yeah, too? he's on there too. <laughs> well, I think you find some good content oh, on here. Oh gosh, you think? I think so too. Adam. Oh well, yeah, we're gonna get some of those for sure. I think. Mm. I'm not 100 percent sure, Adam. Whoops. <laughs> that might what, have been me. What did you do there? Adam? That might have been. I might have touched something. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Adam. Um, Jesus. What do you think about these girls? Oh wow, these are. Let me tell you this, Rochelle. They are. Uh, uh, if you take Lucretia off and of the name, and you take the 22 off, you get what I think. Hot. <laughs> so I'm, I've only looked at like the first uh, seven or eight posts. And usually, you know how the subject of the photograph is looking away from us. Their, their, their body is pointed in a direction where it seems like they're going away from the camera. Adam, I'm actually having right now a thought about that. Oh. <laughs> as, as, yes, this way, that way, the other way. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I, I didn't get that last shot. for. Let's start all over again. Oh, that's exactly how I want. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, these are a little bit different. It seems like these are coming from the front oh. angle, like they're coming towards the cameraman. Uh, Adam, actually, I'm going to disagree with you on – well, no, I'm not going to completely disagree with you. I mean, but if you look at number six, Adam. Oh, we've got to go down. She one. is with the classic, Adam. She has the classic pose. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's the classic pose, Adam. But go to the second – Slide, slide over, slide over to the second in the and there's a series there. Slide oh, over. There's a series. Okay. Slide over. What do you what do you think about oh, that? Oh, holy macaroni! <laughs> uh, as you as you would say, oh hello. That's a, that's a, a full front shot right uh, there. That's do you think per- so? <laughs> hello. <laughs> 
Ooh, that's the second one. Is it a third one? No, there's only two to her. If you go down a couple oh. more, there's a lady uh, sitting in a kitchen and she's drinking a Corona Extra. Oh. <laughs> Is she making cookies for National Cookie Day? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have a lime though. Uh, no, and she has only a shirt on. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I mean, just just the the slightest bit of fabric covering <laughs> covering her. I mean, Adam, this is a winner. This is this is a winner, winner chicken dinner, Adam. Yes, we we even got some humorous ladies. We got a goofy one with, her, got, tongue, with her tongue out here. She's see. making a goofy photo. Oh wow! Hey, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you think that most of these are of the uh, Hispanic uh, descent? Adam, I would like to say that many of these do qualify for top gatas. <laughs> For that category. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> These are really good. A lot of beach shots, a oh, lot yeah, of bikini yeah, yeah. shots. Da- oh, there's one that looks like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, Adam. Oh, he must have gone way oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And I think I know the reason why she wasn't picked to be a Dallas cheerleader. Oh. She doesn't fit in the pants, Adam. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. You haven't got to it yet. I don't know. How far down is this? <laughs> you got to keep going. Oh, I, I've stopped at Spider-Man. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I haven't got to that one yet. Spider-Man's got some ta- oh, no, it's tattoos. A, it, it's above Spider-Man. It's about maybe about 10 more above oh, Spider-Man. Oh, 10 above. Okay. So if you notice, that's the reason. Do you see the reason wow, why? Wow, I'm passing some good stuff. Don't know. Just to go, get up to this. Just, just go to the Dallas, Dallas Cowboy the, Cheerleader. Where? My goodness. Oh, I see her. <laughs> do you yeah, see do yeah. you see the reason why yeah, she the, the, she wasn't picked at him? Oh it wasn't, my. it wasn't because of her beauty at him. Slide over. She, just... she way exceeds the beauty. Oof. Actually that's what it was. The other girls were hating on them. They're they're eating uh they're eating carrots and celery. No, but, she's uh Lucretia Hot Twenty Two. She's got and, her pom pom there. Yeah, that's and right. She's got a couple of other things to cheer with on the on their backside. Absolutely, there. Adam. Oh yeah. Wow. If you go right below that, the the girl on the beach, with the mountains okay. in the background, the mountains. I lost my place. I lost my place. On oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I see it. Oof. She is sigame para ganarte. Oh, <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> follow me to win a nude, Adam. Oh. So I guess we're going to have to follow her <laughs> to see if we win, Adam. That seems to be the ploy here. Now, what? No, but what are we going to do? Do you see those mountains, mountains in the background? Get the hell out of here with that. Where do, you think, where do you think this is, at, this is happening at? This has to be in Miami. Adam. Look at the mountains in the background. Let the, me the, see. the the island chain or something that was happening behind. Ah, oh, it could be Brazil. Adam. Yeah, it could a... be. We have to get our Brazilian expert out here. <laughs> Do we have one of those? Ah, uh, we could make one up. Don't, oh, okay, don't good, worry good, about good, it. Good, good, good. Oh, Adam, this is this is this has a Godzilla introductory pick to all his videos written all over him, Adam. There mm-hmm. isn't a single one of them here that I have seen does not qualify. I'm glad Godzilla's not here right now. Oh, Uh-oh. wow, this is just, do you know, see, here's, you the, here's the cool part about this, Adam. Yeah. You know that we are uh, here at the uh, Tommy and Adam Hearts and Name Podcast connoisseurs, sort of experts mm. when it comes to searching out third birthdays through the Instagram with the help, obviously, of the Lord of the G-Strings app. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, Adam, mm-hmm. that my memory is failing me in all parts. <laughs> But it, <laughs> okay. I do not recall ever seeing any of these picks on any of the other sites, Adam. Yeah, this seems and to I be am doing totally fa- original. I am doing a fast scroll here. So kudos to Agent X3 on this one. Yeah. Wow. Wowza, wowza, did wowza. You, did you pass the one where it seems to be in a bedroom and there are not one, not two, 
but three oh, people. My, you're kidding me. On the one of them is sitting on the corner of the bed. The other two girls are facing each other behind that person, mm. and it's just it looks a the one that's kind of sitting on the corner it looks a bit uncomfortable. Adam, in my thought process, yeah. All I could tell you is this. I have sinned against you, my lord. <laughs> With your thought process. <laughs> oh wow. Oh. Yeah, why why one, would you each, why would you show me that picture, Adam? Yeah. I, I went right past it. Each each one is just better than the next. There's there's just fabulous shots. Now I would like to tell our listeners out there, Adam. Mm-hmm. That we're not just two sickles looking at these pictures <laughs> and uh, having fantasy thoughts and whatnot. We are actually looking at the quality, Adam, mm-hmm. of the pictures. We're looking for the art within this picture, Adam. There's quality of the photography. There is many. It's much art. And this this site is just absolutely chock-a-block, Adam, with art. There's lighting issues. There's makeup issues. Yes. There's uh, wardrobe issues. Uh, there's... Fitness. These girls are really putting in work at the gym, at the dinner table. They're not uh, treating themselves. They're not enjoying National Cookie Day. No, Adam. Without a a doubt. They are dedicated to the craft. Now, they may have cookies, but they're not enjoying them, Adam. (laughs) I have no idea who's enjoying them, Adam, but I will tell you that they're one lucky devils. Yeah. Wow. This is. Have you seen, like, repeat... Uh, shots of the same person. Not a even? single one. It Adam. seems like they're all like you get one shot and you're on here and you move on. Oh, there's there's a lady here, boots on. She's at a horse's oh, stall. I saw her, Adam. She has a cowboy hat on. Yes. She has Daisy Dukes, Adam. Well, <laughs> Daisy Dukes to the extreme. Uh, in this case, Adam would be Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Is that how you yeah, pronounce that? That would be because yeah, remember these oh are, they look all of a Spanish Latino descent. Yeah, Adam. they mostly do. Yeah, Where you see right. all all mix of ethnicities, Adam, all come together in one beautiful human being. Nice packages. Yes, and this is why Latin America is so as closely associated with Rome. <laughs> <laughs> because you can see how beautiful uh, his his holiness yeah. is uh, blessing away. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many of this his holiness has double tapped away on oh. this one, Adam. I would, Do you I follow his holiness? Does it, wouldn't <laughs> it tell you if he's liked a, a, a shot? I think some of those nana pananos at the Vatican took away his account. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. And they're, they're working it for him. They're saying, your holiness, I, we will work. You're too busy praying in the Vatican and praying in San Francisco, Pablo, Pedro uh, <laughs> uh, Square. And uh, right now, we, we, we will take over your uh, your Instagram account. Mm. He, if he is, Adam. Yes. He's... He is blessing many, many of them, Adam. Now, not many lingerie shots. Mostly bikini shots that I've, that I've been noticing. Bikini casual wear, Adam. Because we're in tropical locales for the most. Yes, without part. a doubt. I have not seen a single one where they're in bikinis st- stuck in the snow, like no. skiing and all that boring stuff. Right. And we've got Asian now. Oh, oh there's Asians in there too. Yeah. That could be they're like from Peru or, you know, they got some Japanese there. Do they? Adam, it, just, it doesn't matter which one you click on here. I'm going to tell our listeners just to get on this one, mm-hmm. Adam, and enjoy every single one of them, Adam. Because this is some very delectable third birthday. It's definitely Adam. top ten. It's difficult being more mature than your father. The final boy yo yoing. And fitting as it is, Adam. Yes. <laughs>
tell you, man. They're just getting better and better. Hashtag. What the frijoles? I just want to keep on looking at this. <laughs> you usually do. You have to stop yourself like four minutes later. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to turn this off. Oh, Adam. Tommy, where, where are we, my friend? We are, uh, you know how last week we talked about in our series of weird <laughs> yes. and demented yes. executions. Now uh, we're back. Adam, let me just tell you, we are in Christmas season, Adam. I, would, exactly. I was expecting I was, spe- I was expecting a Christmas log. Thank you. No, we, we, we can't reuse the log. We've already, we've already talked about the log. The duty log. <laughs> but this has a bit of Christmas to it. Oh, wow. Kiviak. Tommy, do you, have you ever heard of something called Kiviak? No, Adam, I have not. It is a bizarre Greenland Inuit seal delicacy. Mm, Kiviat, yes. Kiviat. Kiviat. Where's it from again? Greenland. Oh, okay, Inuits, yes. You know? Are those like those Indians up there or? The natives to Greenland. Like, like the Eskimo version there. Oh, you know? wow. Like okay, kind of good deal. All right. Uh, a traditional dish eaten in Greenland by Inuits during the winter period, particularly over Christmas. No kidding. Christmas meal right here. Kiviak consists of hundreds of dead auk birds stuffed into a dead seal and left to ferment under a rock for around three months. Yummy. <laughs> around four to five hundred dead auk birds are used because the seal needs to be packed very tightly before being sealed and fermented. Inuits stuff in every part of the auk bird, feet, feathers, beak, everything. <laughs> sound appetizing to oh, you yet? Oh, man, yummy. Originally made to ensure there was food available in the bitter winter does, months. Does it come in cookie flavor by any chance? You want to enjoy a Kiviak <laughs> cookie. cookie today? Uh, the seal fat is used to repel flies, whereas the large rocks are there to keep as much air out as possible to prevent it from going bad. Oils are also applied to the skin of the seal to prevent maggots from infesting the carcass. Mm. Kiviak was necessary as a source of vitamins and meat when the cold, dark winters would make it difficult to find food or dangerous because of unsafe ice. In one tragic tale, an old Greenlandic man died from eating bad kiviak, and then his funeral guests were served more of the same dish, leading to widespread hospitalization. This is not good. Wow. It's difficult to tell good kiviak from bad kiviak, apparently. Because it all stinks? Exactly. How it is eaten, you might wonder. Mm Mm-hmm. The fermenting process means that the bird meat becomes tenderized from the seal fat, allowing you to eat them raw. The most popular way to consume kiviak is to bite off the head of the auk and suck out the juices. The feathers are torn off the bird, and it's picked clean and washed before being eaten. Chunks of the bird meat can be eaten just whole, straight off the bird. The results are, as expected, a very sticky, pungent-smelling meat that doesn't appear to be very appetizing. Of course, natives will tell you that it is, in fact, a very delicious, as the fermenting process has made the meat rich in flavor. It is said to taste similar to mature cheeses or licorice. <laughs> like one of your first what the frijoles, Adam. <laughs> I think so. The best part of kiviak is said to be the heart. The intestinal fluids can also be used in combination with other foods or dishes as a sauce. Yum. So for your holiday meal this year... Might think about trying some kiviak. Ah, uh, you just ruined breakfast, Adam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I gotta remember that. Kiviak. Kiviak. Yeah. 
That's pretty gross. I wonder if they have that at, at the world market. You know, it's, <laughs> do they have any Kivy Act for, please? No, let me, uh, let me get a copy of that so I can go ahead and share that at our Christmas party this year. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Adam? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll I'll go, go over well. I'm going to be a hit, Adam. <laughs> Whatever you serve after that, they'll think, no, this tastes great. This is just fantastic. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. All right, Adam. All right, Tommy. Well, as usual, we do have some new music that came out. You told me that there's a Kid Rock song that snuck under my radar. Yeah. Sorry to say that. that, But we also have a new entry on the forthcoming Slash album, Fill My World. We get tickets for that yet? Not yet. Never fear, we shall. I like it. I need to get myself... Miles Kennedy again. I need to get myself up to speed on Slash when we go to that show. You're just going to up it in the rotation a little bit? Maybe just select Slash and just kind of rotate those? Well, mine's already... Slash is already there. Well, yeah, it's being uh, shuffled through also 30,000 other songs. (laughs) (laughs) So that's new music to check uh, out. It's pretty good. And I like, I like it. I like how it sounded. And we also have another thing that we can do. And we're going to have to play Hanukkah Roulette. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So we have eight offerings. All of the uh, the uh, Dave Grohl and Greg Kirsten, uh, multi-instrumentalist and producer Greg Kirsten, they do, as they did last year, a a song, a cover song every day. For uh, Hanukkah. The eight days of Hanukkah, yeah. For, uh, from uh, some artist of Jewish descent or whatever. And uh, they've already had all their offerings. They're all out there. But we don't have time to play them all. Real, real so, quick, Tommy. Real quick story, though, before you send that. Okay. Uh, Tim, the trivia titan, actually, had shared, shared uh, uh, I think, the first or the second one with me. And oh. I immediately said, oh, Adam's going to bring this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've brought eight. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> because there are eight days of Hanukkah. Ahead, there are man. eight songs. It is up to you, Tommy. You get to choose two numbers. And okay. I will play at, ra- at that number's corresponding mm. day's song. I heard number one already, so I don't want to hear that okay. one. That, me, was, that was an interesting one by give, Lisa Loeb. Give me number four, Adam. Number four? Yeah, it was... Oh, I hit it right on the nail. <laughs> this was this one has to be good, because they do... A, a, the Foo Fighters do a version of kind of jump with... Uh, I want to say with the Beatles too. And, and all the guitar sounds for like the guitar solo and stuff it's all like processed through his keyboards oh wow person's keyboard that's pretty awesome that's really cool you want to get to a vocal here first sure is it dave Grohl? yeah so there's that one it's a good selection good job there i love it and now tommy you get one more is that is that on the uh uh what is it the streaming services I did not get it on a streaming service. I got it from YouTube. Oh, okay. Everything I saw was on YouTube. Anyway, let's go. Since number four, let's keep it even. Number eight. Number eight. Oh, the final one. The final night of Chanaka. Okay. Ah! <laughs> how did you know? Just how the drum intro went in. You show us everything you've got. 
Oh, my song, Adam. There's a video correlated with this song. They're both in uh, Kiss makeup, of course. I saw the Lisa Loeb one. Oh, God. Sit, read them all out to me. Okay, we've got Lisa Loeb uh, with, like, the metal version of Stay. Yeah. Uh, Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones. I didn't see that one. Copacabana, Barry Manilow. I didn't see that one. Uh, Amy Winehouse. This was. Uh, I think I saw that one. Take the box. It was sung by Violet Grohl, his daughter. No, I didn't do that one then. Uh, Billy Joel's Big Shot. I saw that one. And the Clash, Train in Vain. Yeah. So I'm at the. Is it on? It's all on YouTube. It's huh? all on YouTube. But on in this. Uh, and what they they do the uh, the live piece of it like they they streamed it in for the intro of this one right here. Because you could hear the crowd. The crowd. At the yeah, the yeah. crowd. They just. Did, uh, the keyboards did that, I would imagine. Canned, <laughs> they, they canned programmed audio sound. It. But yeah, there's a video that corresponded with this, and they they left they they left the studio. Oh, wow. They're driving in a Tesla, and they drive <laughs> to a gas station, and he's like, "I'm trying to fill, oh, no, there's, there's, I can't fill this up with gas." And then they went, they got Slurpees, and they stood outside of a convenience store, and that was the. That was the, how they were rocking and rolling all the, night. That's, oh, <laughs> they're taking a jab at adulthood? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yes, those were... That was fun. It's always fun for that that's stuff. That's pretty cool, Adam. Um, we have a world record. Okay. <laughs> that we can all celebrate right. here. All right. I don't know. The potentiometers on your uh, meter over there okay. might go sky high because right. this is the world's loudest Burp. Okay, let's. By an we're Australian. Sw- we're switching it off. Named that. Neville Sharp. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me brace myself. Adam. Ready? <laughs> okay. Now they measured it with one of those audio meters. What is it? One hundred and twelve point four decibels. Okay. Yeah. Now that's equivalent to an auto horn, a, a car horn, at one meter's distance. A turbo fan aircraft at takeoff. Oh wow! And live rock music. But could, did you bring it down for the? Did you? Bring the I think record? I brought it down a little bit. <laughs> but don't play loud. It was pretty loud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and there's also a story. Okay. Again, from Australia. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, a lady went into a tattoo parlor to get her tattoo worked on. She is having a tattoo. The chariot race scene from the 1959 film Ben Hur. Ben Hur, okay, yeah. Is on, that Charlton Heston? Yes. On her backside, on her buttocks. Oh, wow. On the buttocks. So as he, tattoo artist, was working, okay. he happened to have, he was a smoker, he had a cigarette in his mouth. And what happened was, detailed by uh, Instagram video here, we'll play the audio of what happened, and then I'll, I'll try to explain more if it's unclear. Okay. Um, here we go. Is this Sound of the Week bonus? <laughs> so, <laughs> what happened was, she was in a, a, a... I thought it was over with. She was, in a, she was in a prone position, you see. And she had only the slightest of thongs. <laughs> On because he needed access to the buttocks to, to do the tattoo. <laughs> and after a, a, a length of time, after a couple of hours, uh, a certain amount of gas had built up. 
Oh, Adam, you're going she to released, hell, my friend. She released gas. <laughs> he had his cigarette right there. It ignited <laughs> the methane gas. And it, her, and her thong, her, the bit of fabric on her thong caught on fire. She had to be put out. And part of the hair on his face it was burnt away. <laughs> Adam was in what, what city in Australia? Was this <laughs> what city? Oh my gosh, you're, you're asking me for that. Melbourne, Adam. No, it, is it Melbourne? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with Melbourne. <laughs> you caught me off guard, Adam. <laughs> it was a barp. It was a burp fart combo, Adam. That's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast sound. Barb or Barb. You couldn't keep the record holder out, and you couldn't keep the other story out. You, you got to keep contributing. Oh all. shit, man, that's just absolutely nuts. Mm. As nutty as time for us to leave, Adam. Yes, it is. I got the bad times. Bad times. Bad times. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I feel like doing with this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> got an idea. <laughs> you know, I feel like piecemealing it out. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna send out little, se- yeah. little snippets and segments. Yeah, I, got, I was thinking about that when. Uh, when did I send you that snippet from last week's? Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and. Uh, yeah, I don't know yet. Anyway. So you're gonna break down segments and send them out. So instead, oh, this will get our podcast tally. Because <laughs> we'll have 14 podcasts in this one. <laughs> this will catch up, Adam. <laughs> I like it. You like that idea? Good thinking. Adam. <laughs> Adam, I had the good times immediately today, Adam. Okay. It's bad times, Adam. Uh-oh. It's bad times in North Pole, Adam. <laughs> for for the dentist, the Hermie the dentist. He, he's smart enough to get the hell out of there. <laughs> Hermie said, "I'm out." Okay, make some dough here. <laughs> Let's make some seven figures as a dentist. Anyway, Adam, on uh, December the third, Adam of 2021, mm-hmm. and a story written by one of our favorite journalists, Adam, Brick Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> From the Weekly World News. Uh-huh. <laughs> the paper of record for the Tommy and Adam Washington podcast. Adam. Yes. The title is, Will Werewolves on Wheels Save Christmas? Is <laughs> there too much turbulence in the I air out, above, <laughs> above the North Pole? <laughs> What's that? Anyway, it says here, Santa's <laughs> Workshop has been a rough year oh. uh, with the supply chains getting oh, all shit, elfed man. up. <laughs> Elfed. Elfed. I had to ask for some favors of the North Gods to get some wood at a reasonable price, but that's what's going on down at the heart of America. Mm. That forced me to take measures that I would have never taken. He took a big puff of his pipe, exhaled, and mellowed. He's a cannabis guy? He's a cannabis patient. Without them, I'd be going berserk. Uh, <laughs> Tis the season of gift giving, Santa said, as he disappeared behind a cloud of smoke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Santa turned towards the correspondent. Every year, starting in January, I have a group of elves go out and start evaluating my toy recipients. Mm. They tally up who's been naughty and nice. Now, elves don't really enjoy being out in the world. They're simple folk with sunny dispositions. Mm. This year, though, they've been beaten up and shot at. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Their rules prohibit them from hurting people, especially conservatives from the South. Oh, okay. <laughs> so to buy time, they turned their assailants into shrubbery for five minutes or so and just enough time for them to return home. One elf appropriately named Lumpy. 
walked over to the table. His bruise is still visible. They were throwing stuff and shouting, make America great. Go back to where you came from. Wow. I said, the North Pole, and they, they shot at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, Adam, we're going to leave it there. At this point, I knew I needed outside help to protect my elves. Okay, there we go. Anyway, Adam, the bottom line is <laughs> the elves need a protection, and there comes the werewolves. Santa hired. Santa's a pothead. So, yeah. So, not only did he help the elves, the, the werewolves also brought some cannabis, and everybody werewolves. was happy. <laughs> Christmas this year is saved thanks to the North oh, Pole. Well, I werewolves. thought it was bad time. That's a good time. <laughs> well, it's still bad. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It's all elf and day up there. <laughs> Give me the good times, Adam. Let's get the oh, fuck out of here. Oh, good times. How, do you like movies? I do. Do you I enjoy movies? Yeah, sure. Do you like the Foo Fighters? Oh, I love them. Well, listen to this. Oh. Studio 666 oh. is the name of a movie. <laughs> uh, no way, I don't believe it. Yes. Uh, it's a comedy horror movie, Studio 666. Oh, wow. Um, Are for real? You the, the trailer is this out is, this now. Is, this is, wasn't on uh, Weekly World News, was it? No. It's, uh, there's even linked to buy tickets starting February 25th, 2022, for the premiere. Mm. And uh, Dave Grohl says, after decades of ridiculous music videos and numerous music documentaries under our collective belts, it was finally time to take it to the next level, a full-length feature horror comedy film. Oh, wow. It's about... Like Rocky Horror Picture Show? It's where they recorded their latest album, Medicine at Midnight. It was, uh, as he calls it, a haunted place. So that gave inspiration for them to get a story together to say, these are some mystery things. We're going to try to do some music and we're going to try not to be killed by the spirits inside this house. And they developed that into a movie that's going to come out early next year. Sounds cool. Foo Fighters movie in theaters. Mm, That is some good. Isn't that kind of wild? Absolutely awesome. I love it. Well, that's good music. Wow. Good times, bad times. I think it's going to be a good idea. It's like a Rocky Horror Picture Show, but with the foos. I don't know. It could be. You could check out the trailer as soon as we shut down things here in the oh, studio. I'm, I think I will. Yeah, you should. Well, Tommy, do you have anything else? I don't have anything. Elfing, I have nothing to do on this Elfin Day. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a shit ton to do today. I got today's the Harley. Uh, what is the Harley Angels up there on uh, mm. at the uh, Harley shop? You bring and, a toy uh, for that? Uh, no. What is you, that? No, you go see. Oh, the angels. Yeah, the angels. I, so you yeah, go and visit the angels. So what you're saying. As a matter of fact, I hope they're all third birthday material. I thought Godzilla came in for that. Uh, he, you know what? <laughs> he might be up there. I don't know. <laughs> okay. They didn't, I didn't think though where his recording is where he sounded being at. Oh, right? okay. Oh, yeah. It sounded like he was eating. What is it? What is it? Electronic music. EMPs yeah. parties or that's, that's true. Yeah. E- EMP <laughs> electromagnetic pulse. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't remember. You could always email us at him at the Tommy and Adam Hard to name podcast at Tommy and Adam Pod at gmail dot com. We'll just make that clear, Adam. Yeah, absolutely. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is not that serious, nor is anything we said on this podcast, especially. <laughs> This podcast. <laughs> Again, search for the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Mm-hmm. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else. This podcast is on demand and streaming. 
activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. I am Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is December 4, 2021, and you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by That the Color Promotion. Yeah, which are the Kansas. That the Color Promotion. Oh, goody.